Chapter Ten of Living with Our Children by Clara D. Pearson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. All roundedness. There is a general and pernicious tendency to consider certain kinds of necessary work as beneath our dignity. Most of us outgrow this tendency more or less completely as we increase in years, and presumably in wisdom but as a rule we do not outgrow it until it has cost us much inconvenience expense and unhappiness how desirable a thing it would be if our children could start in where we leave off in this matter we may not be able to accomplish this but we can at least make a beginning in the right direction we are all influenced more than we commonly think by the ideals of those whom we love even when those ideals have been imperfectly attained if the striving to realize them is recognized as genuine it carries conviction to the beholder this is one reason why it is wise to share our aspirations with our children another is that it increases the sense of fellowship between the immature who are so obviously being chiselled into shape and the mature who frequently pass as finished products the confession of a deplored imperfection does not weaken our influence with those whom we are training rather does it enhance that influence so in this matter of the work to which we give our time and strength our attitude of mind toward it has a far-reaching effect on the feeling which our children have towards their various tasks if we permit ourselves to rebel against that which we must do our children will also rebel if we slight a task they will consider themselves justified in slighting theirs it is true that circumstances often force all of us to do work for which we are not fitted for which we have not the muscle perhaps or the needed preparation and that is our misfortune to be born as best may be the work may be beyond our ability or it may involve a stepping aside from the path which we had marked out for ourselves and hoped to follow but that does not mean that it is beneath us in these days of specialization and mass production of all sorts of articles which were formerly made in the houses many of us are losing our dexterity and the all-round ability which was the characteristic of our sturdy forebears this is sometimes necessary not always and it is often expedient as the truest economy under certain circumstances but it is always deplorable and if with the manual loss there is also a losing of respect for all-round ability our impoverishment is increased tenfold and in ways which hurt our children more than they do us to be able capably to do all the things needed for the successful upkeep of a home should be the aim of every little girl to be handy with tools able to get simple meals in an emergency to mend his own garments in a pinch to know how to plant and care for a vegetable garden 
these are most desirable accomplishments for a boy and are a preparation for life which even the wealthy should not despise those who can do things well themselves will be better served the wise and prosperous hotel man who intends his sons to follow the same interesting and lucrative business does not despise the day of small things but starts them in university graduates though they may be in the back of the house in overalls and aprons to master practical details and to have borne in on them the fact that the profits of many a hotel go into the garbage can a capable youth from a small town returned from war service in the navy chuckling over the fact that he had suddenly found himself popular and sought out by the sons of millionaires and when the general curiosity had reached an interesting pitch he explained it by saying you see we fellows all had to wash our own clothing and they didn't know how to go about it but i did the truth is that the more of the essential processes of life we learn to do and to do well the better equipped we are and there is no foretelling when we may be called on for some of our homeliest accomplishments the boy scouts and the campfire girls recognize this and most of their work is based on this fact unfortunately although this leaven is good it is a very small amount to leaven the whole mass and there is no general substitute for the companionship of kitchen and backyard the french are wiser than we in the matter of finding happiness in their work whatever that work may be to many of us think overmuch of the dollars to be earned or saved by the labor of our hands and too little of the happiness to be found in the task itself then we find ourselves hungry for recreation at the end of the working day instead of being tranquilly content at home and the good old group around the reading lamp in the living room is scattered in a restless pursuit of pleasure how is the servant-keeping mother to manage this training in the homely accomplishments is she to discharge her maid and assume all the work herself it is much easier for the one who has no maid to rear her children as capable and happy workers yet there is always some way of managing when one is in earnest when the cook has her afternoon out permit the children to help in the kitchen and do not be content to have a meal which is largely prepared by the absentee and needs but to be warmed and served allow them to prepare special dishes with which to surprise father and others of which they are especially fond these occasions coming but once a week make possible all the reviewing required without too frequent duplication of menu one busy and resourceful mother early divided her work into two classifications the interruptible and the uninterruptible and it was very rarely that her children saw her engaged in the latter when they were about she was always approachable and busy engaged as a rule in work at which they could lend a hand while they chatted together this gave a chance for the operation of unconscious influence
it was easy if they were making a bed together to dignify the task with running comments now let us fix the sheet with envelope corners as the nurses do when they make hospital beds i will fix one first and then you see if you can copy it there yours looks very well indeed perhaps tomorrow morning yours will look quite as well as mine and the next day why the next day it may look better i always like to think when i am making a bed how good it will feel at night when a tired tired person lies down in it to rest and sleep and grow strong for work and play of the morrow then too if we do a neat job it looks so pretty during the day you remember the old verse by george herbert a servant with this clause makes drudgery divine who sweeps a room as by god's laws makes that and the action fine most of us have discovered this by the time our children are old enough to be useful in the home but we may not take enough pains to help them discover it perhaps the years have increased our means and our longing for personal ease and it seems too much exertion to revert to the old ways of household work the simple life in which all took part as a matter of course one must be reasonable about this and admit that it is not always practical to revert in this fashion but let us keep our ideals untarnished and honour useful accomplishment of whatever sort in ourselves and in others and let us at least during the years when our children's habits of thought and action are forming work with them about the home and grounds for part of each day finding with them what americans need more than any other people recompense in work done squarely and unwasted days pegasus the winged steed of fable was most wonderful of course and there is much pity aroused by the thought of pegasus at the plough but there must ever be plough horses in this world and their life is not unmitigated drudgery they labour shoulder to shoulder with their fellows in doing their master's will and their food is eaten with the workers zest they do not soar as pegasus does yet the rich brown earth is wholesome and sustaining and there are many sweet and refreshing nibbles of grass to be seized at the end of the furrow suppose while we are supposing that pegasus should lose some feathers from his wonderful wings and come tumbling to earth might he not find comfort among his fellows at the plough and why should he not occasionally trudge beside them between flights even though his pinions be intact if only for the sake of the companionship and the deepening of his sympathies think what an incentive it would be to the colts chapter ten